Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Shanti. Let me ask you a quick question. Um, have you made a lot of mistakes in your life, like to the point where you're just like, I don't even know how to get past these mistakes. I don't even know how to move forward. Well, today we're going to talk about the rebirth of you and how to not let those mistakes really just guide the rest of your life. Sometimes you just have to accept what happens, move on and continue to trust and believe in who you are. And today we are not going to let those mistakes get in your way. So get ready to trust and believe and continuing your journey. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm so excited that you're all here today. You know, a lot of times in fitness and and journeys and in nutrition, you know, and I've been one to say it, you know, a lot of times when people have a, do a new program, they have to be four picture. And I personally, truth be told, I kind of get mad at you guys if it's constantly a before picture. If it's like, oh, I'm doing a new program, here's my before picture. But I'm trying to change the mindset to say that before happened a long time ago, and a lot of you have read my book and I talk about before to before, but what happened to me this summer is I no longer need to think about before because what got me here to this place and what got me to the place this summer to realize that I needed an internal rebirth is that everything that I've done up to this point is a thing that has caused me to not, I don't want to be negative, like have kind of like problems but those problems were caused by things that I was doing in my life to make myself better. And, and I'll just throw it out there, if you're in a marriage, and it's crazy, right? When you initially got married, you did it because you thought it was gonna better your life, or you did it to make your life better. You found a partner, and you're like, this is gonna be great. And then you encounter this partnership, if you will, and then after a couple months, or a couple years, or a few years, you're like, holy crap, this is much harder than I thought. But if you think about the fact that the reason why you initially got married is to have some sort of rebirth. And I believe that, and I know for sure, that rebirths are supposed to occur over and over and over again. I think when we hit a snag, what happens is we kind of really fall off the wagon or we beat ourselves up or we just get immediately mad at ourselves. 
Maybe we gained a little too much weight. Maybe we ate that donut that we didn't need to eat. And we spend a lot of times beating ourselves down instead of really taking it all in. Instead of saying, and I'm going to use this analogy, every night at the end of the night, Scott and I have a series of events that we do or tasks that we do, and we've never talked about it. Well, we kind of talk about it once, which I'll go into, but we've never really talked about these are the things we do at night. We take out the trash, we lock the doors, we put all the dishes in the dishwasher, we wash the boys' cups, we clean up the toy room, we clean up the living room, we turn out the lights, we go upstairs, we, one of us decides that we want to check in on the boys the very last time before we go to sleep, we brush our teeth, I get in bed, he gets in bed, we kiss, you know, we had this series of events that happened, but we never really talked about it. Now, what happened is one time we were in a disagreement and I realized that he was frustrated that he took out the trash all the time. Like he was like, I take out the trash, I pull in the bin, you know, I, you know, I take out the trash in the house, I take out the trash on trash night and recycle day. And I'm, you know, he was like really frustrated about it by it because I never took out the trash. I was like, I ain't taking out this trash. I never really realized that I didn't take out the trash, y'all. Like, I never really realized that. I walked past the trash, I just did my thing. I didn't help him take out the trash at night. I wasn't doing any of it. And so when we got into this disagreement, you know, it, was, it wasn't like a heated discussion, but it was like an internal deep discussion because I'm like, why are we getting into something about the trash? And then I go into, it's not the thing, it's the thing to myself, right? So then I'm like, oh, snap. And then, like, I kind of cut the conversation off. Not the conversation, but I cut the, the disagreement off. And I was like, I'm totally, not necessarily in the wrong here, but I said to him, I was like, oh, my gosh. I 100% know why I don't take out the trash. And I actually thought, how, why am I not taking out the trash? And when I thought about the trash, I'm like, why am I getting annoyed that he's annoyed that I'm not taking out the trash? This is so silly, y'all, but I'm going to tell you. So my job, my chore as a child, was to take out the trash. And I would take out the trash. I don't know why I'm about to get emotional here and cry, but I might. It's because this is real life, right? This is what I go into. Step monster goes outside. There's still trash on the ground. There's a wrapper, right? So I go back out. I take it. I, I go back. I clean the trash. And I'm like, I may have told you guys this story before, but I literally take a rake. Because where our trash was by the garage in the back of our house, which is really close to the woods, it was just like dirt. And I take a rake and I'm like, well, maybe if I make the ground look pretty, this will be good enough. And I was like, I come back in the house. He's like, is it done? I'm like, yes, absolutely. Boom. He goes, I got, you left this, you left this. So me taking out the trash was never good enough, y'all. Like it was never good enough. And then I had the like, uh, just like taking a bin the trash bin in and out was just like, it just made me so mad. And I was just like, I don't, like, I hate doing this. So now at 38, 39, 40, 41 years old, I'm walking past the trash can. Subconsciously, I'm walking past the trash can because of how the trash can made me feel from something that happened over there. So me and Scott had this conversation. Now, I didn't change overnight. Like, I didn't just say, I'm going to take out the trash now. Because y'all, like, the first thing I said to him was, like, this is why I want to take out the trash. Like, I was so stressed. And luckily, he was, like, extremely under... He, like, really understood where I was coming from. 
he really understood that the trash can made me feel just like a really bad emotion. But ever since then, I've been like gradually working my way up. You guys, I'm, I'm laughing now because, you know, I've kind of gotten through this, but I've gradually worked my way up to be like, I take out the trash at night. It's really those small things in your life that we beat ourselves up for that may trigger something that's like really crazy. And what it does is it comes from a crazy place that we don't even think about. And so now, and I say all that to say, now Scott and I have a rebirth of what our, the end of our night is like. So we had a rebirth of our, the end of our day, which made our night better. And I say all that to say, I'm telling you all this is, the little changes, if you work on yourself from something as small as a trash can, it literally changes the course of your life. Like, I mean, me and Scott have always closed, we're all, you know, but we all, there's still always things that we can work on, especially as our family gets older, our boys get older, our business thrives, we get busier in life, there's always something we can work on. And so tonight is about the rebirth of you. And have you really looked at your past? And we do this a lot. But have you looked at your past and realized how are these small little things triggering me and why is it and how is that affecting my daily life today? Is there one small thing? Like, I just, want you to, I just want you to write down one trigger you have in your life. And it is so weird and I don't know why I get mad at it, but it just makes me feel that way. Now, it makes me feel a certain kind of way. If you don't have one, great. But if you do, I want you to write it down. And how many times have you started over this year? And be okay with, it's not necessarily say I have to start my whole journey over because I gained 30 pounds. How many times are you like, I need to, I need to reset this week or um, I need to have that same conversation with that friend or I need to have the same conversation again with that spouse. So I'm just saying that like, even if it's something with a friend or a coworker, it's going to happen. And then as you're talking about your reset under that, if you want to write it down, was it a reset with the coworker? Was it a, did you have to, do you feel like you have to have or have had resets with your spouse? Is it a reset with yourself because you have felt a certain way about yourself? If it's your job, right? Is it a job, is it your job because you don't like your job? Is it a job because someone at your job is making your job tough? Or is it that you're taking negativity into the workplace? Next, family obligations. Is the barrier of the family obligations because you're not making time for your family. You are giving too much time to your family and not making time for yourself. So you feel completely overwhelmed. So how are you, what, is, what are your biggest barriers, right? And how do you deal with it? So there's a couple of different ways you can deal with overall barriers. One, give time to yourself and not be afraid to do it. Because I know a lot of you feel guilty when you do something for yourself. Number two, confront the issue, right? Um, my father-in-law, Bill Blocker, talks about, you know, soft on a person, hard on a problem. I like soft on a person, hard on a problem, because it doesn't allow you and another person who carries emotions to fight. But let's think about if you were actually soft on a problem, right? If it's a weight issue, if it is the problem of money, instead of, like, fighting it and going and being like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't have enough money. I'm going to go play the lottery and continue to give my money away. It's like, let me figure out a way to save. It just creates, you create more of a barrier. So let's like think about the problem that you might have and like smooth it over. This is going to be really tough. Let's say there's somebody who's really have, has not been nice to you and you haven't confronted them. Or maybe you have talked a little bit. Instead of saying, you can't commit, you eat the bad way. Boom. Let's talk about what you did. What are the things that you did right? 
let's be soft on the problem first and let's build on the good things. Because we already know we did that. When we look in the mirror, we're like already kissing ourselves. When we put on an outfit, the first thing we do is be like, oh my God, how does this fit here? And then we tug and pull. Let's look at, like, I'll tell you with the mirror. Like, if it's a problem, let's look at all the good things. Like, why? Let's look at all the good things that are happening. Okay, I did push play. I did work out. When you are about to give up on something, if you say, I did 12 minutes, be right before you say, I'm done with this, look at the timer and be like, I did 12 minutes. And I promise you, you might do 12 minutes in 30 seconds. And then instead of being like, oh my gosh, this is hard, be like, I did 12 minutes and 30 seconds. Like, I'm rolling. I did 13 minutes. And if you're like, okay, I did it, I'm good. I did that today in my workout. I was like, this is hard. And I'm just like, I'm either going to exhaust myself and really kind of like half-ass it for the rest of the time, or I'm going to do a little bit more really hard and be like, you ended really, really well, Right. So whether it's a person or whether it's a problem or whether you're dealing with something else, how are you starting the conversation and how are you ending the conversation? Stop before it gets crazy if you're, if you're having an issue with somebody. Stop be- before you eat that thing that's going to make you feel bad. Stop and pause. You know, I talked about talking to your food before. People laugh at me. It's like, before I eat you, Donut, before I eat you, how are you going to make me feel? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If I'm going to feel really bad, I'm going to try not to eat you. However, I might eat half of you because it's something joyful about it. But you have to be in control. Let's go to the next question. Where areas of your life do you feel like you do have under control? Which takes us to being soft on the problem, right? You have control in your fitness. You have control of your family, nutrition, work. And so I'm going to just move this on. So if it is nutrition or work, I want you to put this in the same thing. Fitness, nutrition, or work. What is great about your fitness? What is great about your family? What is great about your nutrition right now? What is great about your work? Now, some people might be like, there's nothing great about my nutrition, right? 
But my thing is, did you eat anything green today? Did you eat a salad, even if it, if it was followed up with like things that you probably quote unquote shouldn't have eaten? Did you eat something healthy at all, right? If it's work, did you actually complete the task, even if it was tough, right? Let's focus on things that you have under control. And here's the thing, it's very simple. This isn't rocket science. If you have one piece of one of these subjects under control that you feel like you don't have under control, if you have one piece under control, again, you have to try and capitalize on it. Don't put your energy on other people. First of all, therapy is a really great thing for people who have done it, who are doing it, or who can afford it. If you can't, there's an app called Talkspace, which is really good. Sometimes just verbalizing your feelings to someone just and not getting any emotion back. Because if you know that person and you're talking to a friend and you've told them this 30,000 times, like if you know. But if it is the same thing over and over again, I think a lot of times it's, it's good to talk to someone who doesn't have an emotional connection to us. So they can, and you don't have an emotional connection to them. So you don't feel their words as much as you would actually internalize what they're saying to you. That's why I got a new therapist and I use Talkspace. If you feel like you need to release emotion, it's really, really okay. I will never judge you for crying because I know how great it feels to release that emotion. And then you can think clearly because you release it. And so if you're by yourself, here's one thing that I'm telling you guys, it's so crazy, but I've done this. Record every time you need to release something and you, you can't work out or you're not, you haven't cried or you can't talk to someone and I don't want you to lash out on someone, go somewhere private, push the voice memo on your phone and do a podcast about how you feel. And then the next day, or just a voice memo about how you feel and then the next day, listen to it. Like, and I know I've talked about this before, but I'm telling you right now, when you hear your voice in third person, don't judge the way you sound. Because if you don't listen to yourself a lot, the first time you hear yourself, you'll be like, Jesus, is that what I sound like to all these people for all these years? Like, are you, do you really feel that way? Because you're telling yourself, no one else is telling you. You can be as transparent as you want because no one else is going to hear this, right? When you're doing that voice memo, if you're a person that closes off, or if you get time to yourself, the key is to be brutally honest. If you are brutally honest with yourself, and I don't mean brutally, like don't abuse yourself, but if you are like transparently honest with yourself in your words, in your voice, and you listen to it the next day, it's the greatest thing. Because if you're being truthful and then you listen to yourself, you listen, uh, listen to yourself, can't lie to yourself. You can't hide from yourself. You can't, you can't, you can't make up stories in your mind because you were honest and now you're hearing what it is. And when you listen to that podcast back, now you can literally take action. You'd be like, and then listen to it as if you were listening to a friend, right? You kind of have to step outside of yourself. And what would you say to a friend? And there you go. And I'm telling you, like, you can treat yourself like a friend and then you'll be soft on a person, soft on a problem. And it just, it's a 360 degree thing, way for you to literally listen to yourself, to be transparent to yourself and to love yourself. Okay, all right. Uh, now here's like three little, um, you're gonna have to write these rather quickly and then I'll close, uh, finish off with something great. Um, if you can make a drastic, if you can make drastic life improvements in a month, what would you need to get rid of that's currently holding you back? I'm gonna give you 30 seconds. Um, you can keep writing if you need to, but I'm going to the next question. Um, 
what is so amazing about you that like you can literally be like i'm i'm literally so amazing at that like, i'm so good i'm so good now some some people might have a hard time right because you're like oh my god i feel boastful or i feel like i don't want to talk about myself like that well let me tell you something if you can't feel great it's not that you think you're better than everyone else but just like we can easily recognize the things that are wrong with us we have to recognize that thing that is so amazing about us but if you feel really great when when you're in the shower singing then great right cool so here's the thing whatever this thing is i want you to do i mean obviously if it's playing golf or you know going to an amusement park you can't do it every day but if it's something that you can do every day i want you to do this one thing that makes you feel amazing so now Write a 30-day commitment to yourself, utilizing everything we talked about this far. How many times have you started over again, right? And knowing that it's okay. What has been your biggest barrier, right? And how are you going to be soft on that barrier when you write this 30-day? What areas of your life do you feel like you have under control? That's what you want to do more of in the next 30 days. How, you do, how do you release stress, Right. Are you gonna, I want you to record a podcast for you to, over the next 30 days. That should go on your letter. If it's talking to a friend, we wanna not lash out, right? We wanna get rid of that. If you wanna cry, I want you to say, I'm gonna allow myself to cry. And if there's someone that likes, that doesn't mind you crying on their shoulder, do that over the next 30 days. Write the letter, record the letter. That is what I want you to listen to, whether it's in your car, whether it's in your headphones, if you're, if you're working out, whatever it is, and make this letter such, like, I want it to be so positive for yourself. Don't say, oh, like, you've been slacking, so you need to. know. over the next 30 days, you're going to try to focus on so much joy. This is what you're really great at. We're not going to lash out on people. We're going to utilize the people around, I'm going to utilize the people around me to give myself so much joy and be a person. If I'm really great, you can say, I'm really great at being a supportive person friend and family member. I'm going to reach out to my friends and family that need me, right? If, for the next 30 days, I need you to listen to this. Do it. Feel it. I'll talk a lot, talk a lot about the soundtrack of your life, the soundtrack of your mind. And if you are okay, if you become okay with listening to yourself, you become okay with trusting yourself. And you become okay with trusting yourself you have the power to continue to believe in who you are. And that is how you have a rebirth in your life. I want everybody here over the next 30 days to have a rebirth. I love you. Thank you for joining. And we'll see you next week.